Well, welcome to Cooper Talk. I'm your host, Steve Cooper. And remember, I'm only as hip as my guests. And I have to tell you, I had a, uh, I had a party this weekend, a Memorial Day party. The lovely Joanne's out. And it's just weird how as you get older, how parties change. Like, when I was younger, when we had a party, you always had to go out and get more beer. I had people taking beer home. Okay, I had my one friend, I'm like, take the 12-pack home. I still have like 25 beers in the refrigerator. And as for food, I felt, I, I got fish sticks. I'll be honest. I know people don't eat fish sticks. Like, Joanne made meatballs. I got shrimp cocktail. I had a crudite. I had hummus, I had salsa and chips, we had cheese and crackers, and we made fish chips. But the same thing, people just kept bringing food. Next thing you know, look, I have empanadas, someone brings homemade pizza, someone brings White Castle burgers, someone brings, uh, uh, what else did they bring? They brought, I mean... Carne asada, Ooh, and it, it, was, good. it was just so crazy because when you're younger, like you, a party is, you know, you just drink and yeah. you do shots. Here, it's like I still have three bottles of wine left. I have, the, I drank. A, we went to a bottle of Southern Comfort. We drank, we drank chilled Southern Comfort shots. But once again, Ooh. there's like 25 people there. But so yeah, it was a great Memorial Day. So I hope you guys had a good weekend. And talking about Memorial Day, uh, the Jersey Shore is a big thing on Memorial Day. And oh, yeah. and my my guest is from the Jersey Shore originally. He's from a town called Manasquan. My guest is Alex Scooby. How you doing? Hi. How are are you? It's funny about Manasquan. Yeah. The one time I was in Manasquan, my roommate from college, Frank Toriello, had a house down there. So we go down and we're just getting drunk. Like yeah. you said about when you worked at Boray. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're getting hammered. And we're running down the street and he pushes me. And it just happens as he pushes me, my arms turn and the angle, they hit a car. The car windows shattered. Oh. Okay. So I have bleeding elbows and blood. I run into a bar called the Osprey. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. It. And well, I'm sitting yeah. there taking a pee mm-hmm. at the urinal trying to get the glass out, and the cops walked uh-huh. in. <laughs> I got, they were cool. I, got, I did the total lie. Like, well, I, I didn't know what to do. Yeah. I pay for the window. But so now you're, you're, but now you're from Manasquan, so you grew up I, on the beaches. I am, yeah. I'm from Manasquan, New Jersey. I love I miss it. You know, I don't get back there nearly enough. And, uh, you know, my, my father lives in Spring Lake, and my brother lives in Brielle. So when we okay. go down there, you know, we just... Uh, Hang out and have fun and, and uh, go hit some of the old places, see some old friends, you know. Which were some of your bars back then? Because there was so many places, well, a lot of things changed. Yeah, there's so many places, but, uh, you know, Jack's Tavern is a great place, and that's in uh, Belmar, but that's like Main Street, that's not by the beach. Um, bar Anticipation, of course, I, I was a bouncer there for years. I mean, it was like four years while I was going to community college. And uh, it was great. It was just a big party. You know, it was, it was fun. Have you ever heard of the, uh, where were we staying? The Belmar Inn? On the, it's on the water. It's a, it's a bed and breakfast. It's like uh, a, if, unless they change the name. I don't know. I mean, maybe. I mean, if I saw it, yeah, I'd probably be like, oh, yeah, that place. No, because it's weird. Yeah. I've, I've never been to Belmar. I said, my, my trip to Manasquan yeah. wasn't that great. And I think we actually got thrown out of the short house because we were too up too late <laughs> drinking. And we had to drive back Cherry yeah. Hill at like four in the morning just hammered. Yeah. So you, there's a great place called Edgar's. Okay. And that's in um, that's in Spring Lake Heights. I believe that's Spring Lake Heights right there. And it's uh, they got a great happy hour. They got great buffalo wings. Okay. Really good. So now, now okay, you're you're a very big guy. I didn't know because yeah. you, you can't see people. I, I the only reason I know Alex from Facebook. We became friends, and it, yeah. it was a streak where I swear to God, like every other night, I would watch a TV show, and he'd be on it. Like I'm <laughs> flying back from New Jersey, I'm watching. CSA Miami, yeah. and you're playing some guy who is like, you who drilled the some guy underground didn't right. know it, yeah. And then I see you on Castle, and mm-hmm. I'm like, all right. And it's just weird because you get to know people, and, and you don't know them from Facebook, but yeah. you get to know them, yeah. and you know their face, and you're like, oh, you know. So when you were younger, did because you, you're a big guy, did you play mm-hmm. sports or did you want to be an actor or what was your? Well, I, path? You know, I played uh, I played soccer for 13 years, okay, and um, and then I wanted to play football, but that didn't really work out. And what happened was they used to in high school they used to call me Stick, okay, because I was really skinny. 
and I and I and I hated it. So when I turned like almost seventeen, I started working out, and I did that like seven days a week. Like you couldn't get me out of the gym, and uh, people were like, "Oh, you're using steroids." I'm like, "No, it's like I guess my body just yearned for some muscle mass." All right, <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, and I got pretty big, a lot bigger than I am right now. I'm, I'm forty now, so of course things change. Yeah, but you you you're, I mean, but you look you know you don't look like a like some people who worked out a lot when they were yeah, younger yeah. ended up getting fat. You look trim. Well, you no, look, I'm you a look lifer, man. Okay. I'm a lifer. I, I still do. I mean, you know, back then it was like, how much can you bench press and all this stuff, which is kind of, you know, and now as you get older, and especially as an actor, if you're too big, you play a goon or something like that. Yeah, I didn't want that. Right. So I, I got big, and then when I realized, you know, that I wanted to do acting, um, I was like, okay, I got to trim down. So I stopped the heavy weights. I did more, you know, lighter weights, more reps and stuff. And now, and now I'm 40. I, uh, for the last couple of years, I do a lot of cardio now. I got an elliptical, you know, Mo and I got an elliptical at home and, uh, and I do light dumbbells and stuff, but I stay in shape. I'm a lifer. If I don't work out for like, say, say I go like three, four days without working out, I feel like crap. Okay. Well, you know, it's funny what you said about Mo. No. Uh, my friend who is at the party lives across the street from you guys in North Hollywood. Really? They live, they own that little apartment complex. They have oh, two no parrots. Is Matt and Renee. He's like, he always wears a hat. He's like 6'4". Yeah, okay. And she's a blonde. Oh, wow. I went to a party one time and then the years ago, I'm like, oh, you know, that actress from Mad TV, Mo Collins is yeah. across the street. And it's just funny when you were coming on, I was like, wow, like I, you probably know my friend. Yeah. But so, wow. so when did you want to become an actor? What did you, did you have a, when you were younger, did you watch movies or TV and go, well, I want to do that? Okay, well, like, you know, you know, Jack Nicholson is from the town I'm from, and you know, he went to high school there, and and uh, a lot of people. I mean, there's a list of actors, you know, huge actors from the little New Jersey, and I think it's the attitude, whatever. I don't know, but uh, when I went to um, community college, I, I was signing up for all these classes, and the the lists, you know, it was like you know, marketing and business and all this stuff, and I was like, okay, I'm going to take those classes, but. I have to be full-time, and I couldn't find anything. One interesting thing that I really wanted, and I, I realized, I'm like, well, you're a ham. You know, why don't you uh, take Acting 101? So, uh, so I did it, and I, it became therapeutic. Okay. You know, uh, doing these plays and stuff and, and monologues. I hate doing monologues. They're lame, but... It became therapy, and I loved it. And then the, the following year, I was like, well, I don't want to stay here. So I got to go audition for school. So I auditioned at NYU, Syracuse, DePaul University in Chicago. And and funny enough, I got accepted to all three of them, and I was like, "Ooh!" Now were they big theater departments, or yeah, they okay. yeah, NYU's got a big one, right, and okay. Syracuse had a big one, and, and of course uh, Goodman School of Drama in uh, Chicago's DePaul, uh, the theater school. It's now called the Theater School, but um, it was once the Goodman School. And I wanted to get as far away from Jersey as I could. My family, I needed to go out and see the world, and uh, so I decided to. Uh, to go to DePaul, yeah. So what was it, did you, was it all just acting classes there or was it, I mean, but it well, must be weird moving from New Jersey. I've never personally been to Chicago. I'm one of those people who hasn't. It's awesome. But I heard it's an amazing city. It's amazing. One of the cleanest cities I've ever been to. And I'll tell you what, you know, you say, what was it like moving there? It was great because again, you know, I was drinking a lot and it was fun. I was young, you know, I was 19, I think when I moved there, just turned 19 and, uh, and all the other kids were kind of younger because I had gone to community college right. first and, and, you know, whatever, but, um. Uh, it was great. It was kind of like a boot camp, though, for actors. And, like, it was yoga in the morning. And when you're hungover, like, the last thing you want to do is yoga and, you know, all that stuff. And it was just, and then there was, like, you know, Feldenkrais, where you had to move your body in certain ways. And all I wanted to do was plays and improv and stuff like that, um, which eventually <laughs> led to them. After my second year, they sent me a letter that summer, and I was actually uh, waiting tables at a place called Charlie's Ale House in Lincoln Park. Okay. And, uh, 
It said, uh, we, we regret to inform you that you will not be invited back to the department. Was, there, was there a reason? Well, yeah, because I really didn't go to a lot of the classes I didn't want to go to. And I, uh, you know, as far as uh, I just wanted to act. And I didn't care so much about the the scheduling of this, like, theater. And, and you know, a lot of the stuff, they, they didn't really focus on what it was like to be an actor in okay. the real world. I mean, this was for theater. So it was like, you know, vocal work and all this stuff. And then I was like, kind of like, well, this isn't what I really want to do. I love theater. I've done a lot of plays in Chicago and other places and, and I love it. But, you know, TV and film and that's where the money's at, man. And, and you know, you want to make a live three kids and it's like you want to you want to be able to get a nice right. car, man. You want to, you know, do that. And a small percentage of, uh, of Screen Actors Guild members work. I mean, it's, what is it, like 5% or something? It's, you know. it's amazing. It's so funny. Uh, it's, it's, uh, and the thing is, they all pay to be in the union, but they can't yeah. get benefits. It's like, wait, I, if yeah. I was in a union, I'd be like, you know, I want to get benefits. I'm, well, you, you have know. to make a certain amount of money. Right. And, and it's like, and if you don't hit that mark, I mean, luckily I've had, you know, health insurance for, I've, 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 got, I've been able to get it for the last... 13 years or so and it's like thank god because you know i mean it's rough out there without health insurance oh, believe me, and i went i went through a major medical thing yeah. a year ago and i got my health insurance no lie a month before my hospital wow. bill would have been forty four thousand oh, dollars i paid oh. 1900 quite the wow. difference yeah wow, and this huge. was a cheap plan i just yeah. i was i was just pushing off pushing off and finally my buddy said uh Cooper, for some reason he's like Cooper. You have to get it. You have to get it, and it was just timing. It, yeah. It's just weird, but it's true. With how man now, it's like you're, the yeah. hospitals. I mean, I have to go to my cardiologist once every three months or whatever. Oh wow! I pay forty bucks. If I didn't, it'd be like two hundred fifty. Oh my god! You know? Of course. So oh, yeah. so you you get thrown out of DePaul. <laughs> now now where do you go from there? Okay, no, you're, you're out of college. But you, went great. To, but you went to go. You went to be a, uh, an actor, but well, you, the, it probably was a freedom though, because I'm like shit. I can do what I want to do now. Well, there was at first. I was ter- I was terrified because I was like, oh my god, I'm a bad actor. I don't know what I mean. You know and and. Uh, I was, but so right away, there's this woman out there. Her name was Jane Alderman, and I owe a lot to her. She was an amazing uh, woman, and I haven't spoken to her in a long time, but she was a casting director. Okay. There, like the biggest in Chicago. And uh, she loved me. You know, she got me my first, like, speaking role on a on a TV series called Early Edition, and I thought I was Remember a celebrity. That? I that thought was I was a that. celebrity. I thought I was like, I'm, I'm done. I called my, I remember I called my parents. I'm like, I'm a star. Early edition. Like, what do you mean? I'm like, I say hello on a TV show. And that's the one with that guy, Kyle Chandler. <laughs> yeah, who he's gets great. the paper. He's a great guy. I've heard he's a wonderful yeah, guy, but he gets guy. the newspaper and that shows the day. So, yeah. so you got that. So did they shoot? They, you could book that out of Chicago. I booked that in Chicago. Yeah, and uh, we shot at some like uh, like uh, old hospital that wasn't working anymore, and you know because I played like a. Uh, uh, was that like an RN or okay. whatever? It was just kind of like, you know, but I thought I was, I thought it was a celebrity. You know? Well, I think that but happens. Was, yeah. No, it does. And, it, and you know, more often than not, you'll hear, you know, stories. I watched an amazing, this is kind of has to do with what we're talking about. I watched an amazing documentary last night called uh, That Guy Who Was In That Thing. I looked it up. Said, I saw your post. I looked oh, it up. It is awesome. It deals with like a few actors who you see, but you don't may not know who they are, but they've been in a ton of stuff and they're just great actors and, uh, and their stories are just so kind of like what we're talking about it's like you're like ah. well it's funny you talked about it because I looked at the cast and was the guy who's in the show Psych which, uh, uh, which yeah. did you get Psych did you I haven't done it yet but they had a they had a little offer out to me to do not a little offer they had an offer out to, uh, to me but I don't have my passport I okay. lost my passport no, and I couldn't because yeah. she's a big Psych fan and I, I really like the show it's a great show yeah. but the guy who plays Lassie mm-hmm. is the when the uh, detective he was on the credits in that movie you watched okay because yeah. it's funny I watched an old Seinfeld it yeah. must have been like 
20 years ago yeah. and I'm like oh my god that's the guy and it's so yeah. weird because some of these character actors because you, you do a lot I'm of I'm a character, character actor that's what I am I you mean, constantly work I mean that's the thing it's like you always need character actors and that you see it's 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 weird yeah. it's uh well without them you don't have anything I mean right. it's like you know every you know not everyone's going to be you know Brad Pitt Mel Gibson Tom Cruise you know all these people and uh and and part of me like you know of course there's like a little envy there but the other part's like man you, know, you can't even go to 7-Eleven you can't go out to dinner right. everything's crazy and you stay locked up in your house all the time because you don't know what's out the door and and uh, now don't get me wrong you know the money's probably fun and they sit there you know with their 15 houses all over the world right. and their cars and all that <laughs> stuff but uh, you know the high roller table at uh, you know some big casino but um, but at the same time it's like you know all I want and all I ever wanted was to just do what I love to do which is be an actor. Not, I don't need to be a huge star celebrity, which I'm not. I'm just, uh, you know, all of people say, yeah, you're, you're familiar. Like, did I see you? Were you at that party last week? I'm like, no, I wasn't at a party. You know, <laughs> but that's the thing about character actors, because yeah. people know your face. Like, I, I knew your face yeah. from Facebook, and when yeah. I saw it, I was like, wait. And then I, I yeah. and you wait for the credit. It's like, tonight we're going out to friends. Uh, do you know Rose Abdu? She's from Chicago. No, I don't. She's, a, she's an actress who's been in a ton of stuff. And her friend, I've known her husband for years. Yeah. And she's the same type. Like, yeah. you sit there and you're watching Because she was on an episode of Metalist. I'm like, I saw her name and I had never met her. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like I got to see what she looks like. And then it's the same thing like with you. And then you look at your IMDb page yeah. and it's like, okay, she watched, Joanne watches a lot of TV. It's like, okay, yeah. he's, okay baby, you probably know him because he's been on this, this, this. And that's what's cool. Yeah. But people recognize you because you play these parts on the on the show mm-hmm. and it, they're, they're big shows. Like people yeah. are watching them and they have a yeah. very loyal following. Mm-hmm. And I usually get, you know what's interesting? I usually get um, a great, either a little guest star role that I really just like the role or a, a bigger guest star role on great shows. As far as being a series regular on these shows, that has yet to happen. I mean, I've done a pilot, but it didn't get picked up. And I actually just did a pilot and it didn't get picked up. But um, but it's wild. Like House. You know that show House? Yeah, yeah. I guest starred on that. I did their second episode ever. You know, back when Hugh Laurie was like, I don't know if this is going to go or whatever. And uh, he's a great guy, by the way. But um, uh, I played this guy who who um, sues doctors for malpractice. And that's what, I, that's what I do. I go in and whatever. So anyway, but that was the second episode of this hit show. And it's funny to me how, like, I get these guest star roles on these big shows. And then, and then it's just you move on. You know, it's like a guest star is one shot and you're done. You know, and you're done and you move on. And uh, it's kind of wild, though. I've been really fortunate and, I've, and I'm, I'm grateful. I'm just grateful, man. Well, what happened after early, early edition? Now, you you thought you made it. I mean, because I was a star. I mean, how old were you though? You were you had to be young. I was young. I was like 22, maybe. But that must be something crazy. You, you know, you you got thrown out of the Paul. Uh, you're probably like, yeah, screw you, the Paul. Look yeah, at me. Uh, I'm on early edition. Yeah. Let me call a dean. Yeah. Hey, you in early edition? Yeah, no, you're yeah. a dean of freaking the Paul. Yeah, exactly. you're a blue demon or whatever, yeah, blue devil, yeah, whatever yeah. you guys are called. Yeah. So it must be a, but it must be a big thing when you're 22 because you, bottom line, is, you're on national TV and people well, watch yeah. that show and people in New Jersey who went to high school were like, probably like, oh my oh, god, yeah. remember that guy? That that sticks or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Well, it was Scooby, but you know, the, the, on the slide they'd be like stick because I was so skinny. But um, yeah, it was great. I, I was, you know, but I was nervous as hell too. Man. Why would just because you? Well, were... because I'm, I was just doing theater. I mean, even after I left DePaul, after I got kicked out, I still was doing. I was still doing theater okay. in Chicago at some of the, the great theater places there because it's a wonderful city for theater and actors out there are really talented for the most part. But um, so, but when I got to set, I wasn't used to the technicality of acting, like where, you know, to hit your mark and where to stand, and you got to walk here and then you got to stop and say your line here so i remember i kept i kept going over my mark and the camera guy was like look i i'm not getting you on camera 
And then you go over to the director. I can't see him. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm getting fired. And I'm like shaking. I'm like sweating. Right. I'm like, oh my God, I just have to get out this one line. Just this one line, and, you know? And I finally did it. And that was like how, when I left, I remember I was, uh, I was on the L train home and I was like, I don't know if I can do this. This is a nightmare. <laughs> you know I, mean? Yeah, I mean, it's probably, yeah, because you go from theater and it's like, yeah. yeah. And plus, it's just all the cameras and, and it's a, then the thing is, you're still yeah. only 22. I know. And it, it, you're, I mean, it's young. You're it's a kid. But I got my first bigger role. I mean, I, I you know, when I was 25 is when I got uh, a series, a uh, recurring on a series for Comedy Central called Strip Mall. Okay. And uh, a, lot of, a lot of great actors were in it. The show itself was weird and it got canceled after like seven episodes I think and then uh, and then but during that is when I got King of Queens and I was only 25 okay so new, after early edition did you do anything before King of Queens or were you getting bit parts or yeah how- I got some parts I, I actually when I okay so after early edition I just remained I did some theater and I was still bartending and waiting tables and then uh, a friend of mine uh, moved out to California the year before like a year before I made the decision to move out and I told this the person I was living with at the time I said I'm going to go visit our friend because I want to see what LA's like I want to be an actor I want to move forward and uh, so I went out I was there for two days and Jane Alderman the woman I talked about right. before uh, was friends with John Levy at Warner Brothers big casting director I think he was like the head of casting at the time if he's not still and uh he and she says, "Look, you have to see Alex Scooby for this part, this ER, this part on ER. It's a recurring. It was two episodes." And he's like, "Okay, I'll see him." And I remember the second day I was in L.A. I know I'm just drinking and I'm just having fun. I'm in L.A. Woo, Hollywood, you know. Right. What I mean? right. And uh, the second day I'm here, I go to Warner Brothers. I have to audition. There's a lot of sides, and I remember being so nervous. Oh my God! I was at. I was in Warner Brothers. I'm like going to meet, and the producers are there for right. ER, huge show. And I went in and I was shaking and I did it and I got through it. And I remember, the, you know, I just, I hit the last word and I'm like, thank you, I'm out of here. And we were just off to a bar. My beeper, because I didn't have a cell phone then. God, my beepers. freaking beeper goes off and it's uh, it's John Levy. I, I didn't know the number, but I'm like, 818. Okay, so I call it. I get a payphone. I call it. And he's like, uh, yeah, they want to book you. I'm like, oh, what? Second day. What? Of course, my friend who has been here for a few years is like, what the hell? You know, just all of a sudden, that was like this bitter, weird thing. And then within that week, let me tell you this. Within that week, now I had no agent, no representation. You didn't even have a place. I didn't even have a place. With that week, I went and tested. See, now John Levy had called some casting directors out here and says, hey, you got to see this guy Scooby. So they really like you. They just really like you. So they like me. And so I went and I went and tested uh, for, and I didn't even know what that meant, but I guess I was about to be a series regular on a, a TV series uh, called Maggie Winters. It was with Faith Ford. You know, Faith okay, Ford? Faith from, uh, and, from Designing Women. Yeah, and no. that, yeah. yeah. No, uh, no, no, she was from Murphy, Murphy Brown. Uh, Murphy, Murphy Brown, Brown, yeah, yeah. Well, she had a show called Maggie Winters, and I was testing. When I got to the test, there was three of us. It was, I, th- I believe it was Billy C- Bill Campbell, me, and Patrick Warburton. Okay. Patrick Warburton got the part. And uh, but but still, my friends were like, "But you, well, you got the, down to three right. for this part." And uh, this was in the first week I'm here, man. The first week in L.A., so it was kind of wild. So you booked the ER now. Did they, after you booked that, you said, "I'm moving out here." And did you say, "I have." Yeah, well, we had to fly back to do exteriors in Chicago. Funny enough, which is where I was, you know, living at the time. Right. And uh, once we were coming back uh, to L.A. to do Warner Brothers, you know, the 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 lot they had, you know, they film over there. They did, and um, I told the, this person I was living with and, and I just said uh, I'm, I'm moving to LA and I'm not coming back to Chicago and uh, 
and that was that. I, I moved to L.A. So, was it. was it where was your, where was the first person first area you moved? Because everyone always different I lived, places. I, yeah, I lived on Sunset and Fuller, okay. in this uh, basically Russian filled uh, apartment building, just filled with Russians, you know. And I'm Russian, which is kind of I don't speak it, but that's right. what I am. And it was kind of wild. And I lived there, and it was. It was different, you know. I like Chicago. It was a nice town. Here, everyone's got a motive. You know, it kind of feels like everyone's got this thing that they want, and there's not a lot of community, right. so to speak, here in L.A. You know? So when you get here, you have the ER under your belt, mm-hmm. and you did the reading. Mm-hmm. Now, where do you go from there? I mean, because you, you probably, you're sitting there, you're young, you're like, mm-hmm. I did early edition, I did ER, I rep for this. You have to be a little bit yeah. cocky, because everyone is. And it's. Yeah. Uh, but where did your career go from there? Because now, did you go right after that and get representation because you Well, had- yeah. I mean, there was a few agencies that were interested because these cast directors like putting out phone calls on my behalf saying, hey, you got to meet this guy. And I met with Stone Manners, this guy named Scott Manners, uh, who was uh, a great guy, at the, you know, and he was he was great. And I, went, I walked into his office and I had met with a couple agencies. I walked into his office. They had their shoes off. They were just kind of chilling in this nice little house on Selma. Okay. Like Selma. And, uh, and I loved it. And I remember he goes, okay, but what we usually do is we have actors do monologues for us before we rep them. And I went, no. He goes, okay, let's sign here. And right. <laughs> I'm, not doing a, I'm not doing a damn well, monologue It's so funny because that's like I had when I had my agent years ago. I just it was when he had to send headshots out in the mail, yeah. you know, back in oh, that yeah, day. Of course. And I sent ten out, and I got an agent. My friends are pissed because I like I didn't want to. Really, I mean, it's like ah, you know, I'll see what it's like. Yeah. And it's true. I was like, I walked in. I said, here's the deal. I, I'm yeah. balding. I have this look. I can play this, <laughs> this, this, and this. Honestly, and I think a lot of times agents are like, wow, this person's not kissing my ass. Yeah. I want to sign them because they're the ones that are going to do good. Because most people are always like, well, and you always see like, I mean, if people don't don't know, you'll see headshots, and you always see like girls in their headshots. <laughs> yeah. And you know this girl could be a pock faced troll, yeah, okay. But in her headshot, she looks like the hottest thing. Oh, You're like, yeah. and if I was an agent or a casting director, if I had this picture and this girl walked in, I would put the word out: don't book this girl because it's yeah. just it's crazy how I mean, you know, there's people. Of course, of course. You know, it's funny. It's like my my newest headshots, and 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 believe me, my agents are on me constantly. You need new headshots. I'm like, why? Everyone. You know, casting directors, well, there's a lot of new casting directors out there that I don't really know. But the ones from 10 years ago and up until now, there's some of them are still big casting directors. I'm like, they know me. What do right. I need a new headshot for? So I had a friend take some pictures of me. Just just straight up pictures. He had a nice camera. I took some pictures. And the one I liked, uh, I was like, this is my headshot. And they're like, they're looking at it. They're like, this, isn't, this doesn't look like you. I'm like, no. It looks too much like me. Right. Is what you're saying. <laughs> that's what you're saying. I'm like, use it. That's my headshot. Well, see, that's good. Well, that's not, did you get hard copies? Because no, you don't Yeah, need, well, I did. Like, I did just for my, because I staple them all over my house. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I signed them. Exactly. To, yeah, to, to me. To, to me, me, Alex Scooby. <laughs> Best wishes. Exactly. Well, no, the thing about, the, thing about the, the headshots now is, though, my agent was like, do you have copies? I said, no. They go, why? I go, well, I'm getting submitted through LA Casting or whatever. Yeah. They have when you walk in they have your picture there yeah. why do I have to give them a, I'm wasting paper and yeah, money giving them a picture I went yeah. to one audition like if you don't have a headshot you know you can't audition I said well fine I won't audition yeah I'm I mean like, that's well, ridiculous it's, it's like you see me you looked at this yeah. thing and said oh we want this guy to come in yeah. I'm here you have a picture of me in a computer it's well not I like, think it's, it's more for the network and stuff you know back in the day it was like you know this is what I think it is honestly there's so there's so little work out there right now for actors there's so many reality shows and right. there's hard horrible just treacherous things they put on tv and um 
I think because the the it's so condensed, uh, and and the fact that networks and these executives they don't really trust, so to speak. So now it's like when I used to go in for guest stars, say even five years ago, it, there was no such thing as a one day guest star, which is what it is now. They'll shoot all your scenes in one day to pay you less money. Okay. To do what they used to do, you'd be there for a week, you'd get more money, and you had more fun because it was more relaxing. Now they just cram everything into one day. Um, but I also think that what we're talking about is that. You know, they don't trust. So when these headshots that you have to give, these executives and and people, first of all, they want you on tape. The networks don't really let the producers cast a guest star role anymore. They used to do that. Now the networks want to see okay. the tape, and they want the headshot because they need to pass the headshot around to all their cronies, and the tape's got to circle around. And this is even for a guest star role. You know, it used to be you walk in, the producers are there, casting is there. You read, and within like a couple hours, you get a phone call. Now nah, you didn't get it, or yeah, you got it. They want, and you're like, yay. Now it's like you got to wait a day or two because those tapes, even for like, say, 15 lines on a TV show, which is a, a nice, decent sized role, right. it's like that has to be circulated through networks so they get network approval. It's kind of wild, man. Everything's changed. It's changed. Well, you said when, when you were getting different parts and you were going on things. Mm-hmm. When did King of Queens come up? Because that was that was you were earlier. That was well, that was a bigger role. Right? That was well. That was my longest, uh, I guess, running thing. Which it, it was it was wild, man. I was doing that strip mall. Now King of Queens had brought me in um, about four times for guest stars, and, and I'd go in, and there'd be the producers there and the executives and, and the, the guy who created it, uh, Mike Whitehorn, and uh, Kevin James would sometimes be there, and I never booked these parts. Like, I was going in for guest stars all the time, but then I'd get, they like you, but you're not right for this. So this time uh, I went in, it was to play uh, Leah Remini's boss, you know, at Mr. Prusan at the law firm, and it was just a guest star. It was just one a one-shot deal. Um, I went in, and I was thinking to myself, wow, this is uh, going to be like my fifth time auditioning for the show and they're probably going to say no. So there was no pressure anymore. Right. I was just like, I don't care. I'm going to go in. I'm going to jump through hoops and then I'm not going to get it. I went in, did it. They loved it. And I got the part. And I did and I did it. And we did this great... Uh, <laughs> and that was my first time filming in front of a live audience. I had never done a sitcom multi-camera before and I loved it. Oh my God, I loved it. And... Uh, and that was it. It was one. It was one thing that was done. And then about three months later, my agents called and they're like, "They loved your character. She's going to work at the law firm. They want you to play the boss." And I was like, "Oh my god, I am a superstar," <laughs> which of course was a lie. That's not how it went. But 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 I loved it. It was a great gig, and it was century. It seems like a century ago. Oh yeah, it's so weird. I mean, it's, it's and but now because it's, it's on all the time. It's always on. That's the I thing know. now. It's like like Seinfeld. You know, I mean. I'm a diehard Seinfeld fan, yeah. and Joanne's a Seinfeld fan, and you mm-hmm. can sit there and you're like, it's you sit there and it's so funny because it's so long ago, and I have guests on my show yeah. who did this part on Seinfeld, and in the old days you wouldn't see that, but now all of a sudden it's yeah. like, oh, like Sully McCullough was on a few weeks ago, and he had a part, and I told her yeah. I was on the phone with her, I said, oh, that guy was on my show, and it's just weird because you can see people all the time. Yeah. Now, do people because King of Queens I think is one of those shows that had a very uh, devout, it's like it's sort of like an Everyone Loves Raymond type, mm-hmm. it has that really hardcore good following crowd did people recognize you from that show well you know it's funny it's like I've, I've had it both ways like I've been you know back in the day when I was doing the show I remember I was like three seasons in recurring and I was at the grocery store getting diapers for my daughter who had been born and I was standing there in a Ralph's grocery store and I'm just looking at diapers and some woman comes up to me and she goes she like kind of leans in in the aisle by the diapers and she's like you're really mean to her 
And I'm like, I look at her I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm getting diapers for her. <laughs> no, no, no. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And she's like, I know who you are. You're Mr. Prezan on the King of Queens. And I'm like, oh, yeah. But it's flattering, too. You're like, oh, the, you know. And then she handed me like a gap receipt and I signed it. You know what I mean? So I've had that kind of stuff. And then I've also had like uh, the opposite of that, which is like, what do you do? Uh, I'm an actor. See, I hate even saying it. Right. You know, and like, well, what have you been on? And I'm like, oh, for the love of God. Like, I'm not going to list my credits. Like, it's so annoying to, to do that. And then, but then I will, you know, sometimes I'll go, well, I was on the King of Queens. Oh, I love that show. Who were you? I played Leah's boss. No, you didn't. Yeah, yeah I did. Isn't that funny? Well, like, you have facial hair and you're wearing, you're wearing, I'm like, yeah, it was, I'm an actor. I had to shave and I wore a three-piece suit. That's so, just, it's me. It's so funny when people say it. And it's like, but the thing is, no, you if, weren't. if they love that show, <laughs> if they love that show, they should know who you are. Like, I remember I was, I used to work at a restaurant in Burbank and I was, I was the marketing manager and yeah. some guy butted the line and went on the patio and I said, hey, you know, you know, there's a two hour wait. And yeah. he's like, yeah, well. Who are you? I'm a regular here. I said, well, if you're a regular here, you know who I am. I did a yeah. marketing. You know, yeah, it's yeah, the same yeah. thing. If they're a big fan, yeah. they should know. I love that show. Well, then they should know your character. No, I know. and But, I, you know, again, it's like I get it. Like, I was shaving all the time. I was wearing suits. Now, me, like, I wear, you know, jeans and flip-flops, and I rarely shave, if ever, you know. And so I get it if they don't or if they can't put it together, but... Whatever. You now, know. after King of Queens, where did you go? Because I, mean, you you, I know you do a lot of voiceovers. How did you get into yeah. the voiceovers? Well, that's recent, man. That's that's within the last year and a half. Well, uh, how did that come up? Because well, you, you're an actor, you're trained, you, you, you you're a working actor. Yeah. Did someone hear your voice you work with and said, "Oh, we want this?" Guy. Well, I've been hearing that forever. Okay. You know, people are like, "Wow, you have a great voice. You know, you should uh, do something." And, and I was like, "Ah, oh, yeah." And I didn't really have the time. I was like, "But I'm doing other things." But when uh, Maureen uh, Mo and I got together, she was like. She's like, you gotta, you gotta go meet with CESD. And well, now, how did you meet her? Because um, his fiance is Mo Collins. Who's, Mo Collins, she's yeah. On Mad, Mad TV, TV and yeah. she's on a great. I've, I've yeah. been watching Arrested Development, and yeah. she was on them. She's great, man. She is so talented. She's so funny. Um, you know, she's just such a brilliant person, and she's the mm. nicest soul. Like, okay. I mean, she's just the, one of the nicest people I've ever met. And we're getting married in three weeks, which is and it's you went wild. you went tasting cakes at the Portos. Yeah, we did. That was this morning. We j- I just came from there. Is yeah. that place the best? It's so good, man. Oh my God. Yeah, we picked out a cake. Yeah, is, is there like what kind? What flavor? Uh, we're getting uh, the Bavarian cream. Okay, Portos yeah. is just if you, if you don't know, man. There's a place in Burbank and Glendale called yeah. Portos, and just their their desserts. Oh my God! I mean, God. their desserts are crazy. It's so like, good. You sit there and you're like. You go in and it's cheap. You just look and it's like, and their and their mango yeah. mousse looks like a boob. Yeah. It, lo- it looks like a boob with a nipple. And you yeah. sit there and go, you feel bad eating it. You feel like a pervert. You're like, what the hell am I doing eating this mango mousse? But, so so how'd you meet her? So you met her online? Is yeah. Well, we you know it was funny. It's but like did you knew I, of her work. Did she know of your work? Well, or? I didn't know who she was. That's the funny thing. Like my okay, let me. I'll get to that. But so I, you know, I'm, I'm out of a marriage and she's out of a marriage and, and, you know, I was living in a town home with a friend, another actor friend and, on Wilshire. And, um, I, we, I went out to a bar one night and this other actor friend of ours was like, Hey, you got to go online. You got to sign up for nerve.com. It's a dating website. And I'm like, okay, I'll sign up. And I, I was reluctant. I went I on, I, I went on nerd.com. Nerd.com. Is that where you went? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. No. Good for you. So, Hey, does that work? Is this where this this no, happened? No, no, I'm so, but um, but you know, it was wild because uh, I, I I felt like a goofball signing up for this. I'm like, this is so cheesy, man. This is not how I do it. Did it within 24 hours. I got hot listed by this uh, this person, Mo Collins. It didn't ring a bell in my head who that was or right. whatever. 
but we had so we started chatting we both were laughing over emails and we started then it moved to texting and then we went on a date and the, from the minute i met her i mean we went it was like it was, it was like <laughs> i don't want to sound cheesy but it was just like oh okay. you know what i mean and we had a blast we laughed from minute one and, and it's and we've it's three years later and we're still laughing um and we found out we know a lot of the same people. I was going to say because you guys do path, you yeah. cross paths in the in the industry, so you have to know. Well, here's something wild though. My sister was a huge fan of Mad TV, and when I told her, she go, I go, I went on a date with this awesome uh, woman, and her name is Mo Collins. She goes, Wait, what? I go, Yeah, uh, Mo Collins. She goes, Oh my God. That was Stewart's mom on Mad TV, and I'm like, "What?" So I, of course, I YouTubed it, and then I'm like, "Oh my god!" And like, I didn't really know. Like, I, I didn't, it didn't put it together. But that's good because that makes yeah. it easier. Because it's not like someone going, "Oh, I want to, I want to date this girl because she's on TV." You know? Yeah, but people don't. But people don't. That doesn't impress me. Right, I mean, but a lot of people, because, yeah. a lot of people, especially oh, out yeah. here, be like, "Oh well, if I date her, then I can." You know, oh, yeah. And it's like, yeah, shut up. Kid. Well, it's just longer unemployment lines for months right. at a time. You know, <laughs> actors. It's like, come on. You know what I mean? So she told you you should get into yeah. So I numbers. went yeah CESD uh, with them. I don't know if I should say that. Well, I said it. Whatever. And uh, and they they immediately like were like, oh yeah, you're gonna work. And and uh, within I guess a couple months, I started working. And and recently, within the last well, let's say January, I started really uh, doing very well with in voiceover. Yeah. What are some of the roles you go up for? Are they are they t are they cartoons? I, are they voiceovers? Well, well, here's the deal. Maureen does all the voices. Mo does all the voices. She does the cartoons. She's great at it. And uh, me, I like the advertising end. There's more. Uh, okay. You know of that. So. Um, uh, you know, so it's it's basically products, you know, and and I I, I have a campaign going right now uh, for all their TV spots and uh, industrial and internet um, for for a certain product, and then I just got another one, and uh, so I've done a ton of you know TV spots and stuff. What's the day like for that? I mean, because you know, acting, you go on the set, and you're kind of like this right here. Okay. I mean, but well, it's you know, it's a pretty posh place. There's a place called Eleven Sound. I don't know if you know that in Santa Monica, it's a it's a studio, and this certain this one campaign that I'm doing is where I do all, all the stuff. Really nice studio, like you know, just plush, you know. And just I sit in a booth for you know my first session with them. I did 14 spots, and it went for eight hours, which was a long time, but um, but usually about two hours. You walk into the booth, there's some you know there'll be a director or producer either patched through from you know uh, another city, or they'll they'll show up and they'll be there, and you just. You know, you just read the copy, get it exactly how they want it, and and you're done. And it depending, I mean, if it's one spot, it can take 15 minutes. It can take an hour and a half, depending on how picky they are. How know? many takes does it usually take you? I mean, do you, do you notice sometimes, and do you, do you know, like when you're well, going halfway through, you're going, ah, that sucks. That's well, you know, it's funny. Even if it sucks, I'll either go, okay, I'm going to stop, I'm going to start over, or uh, I'll just go through it in case they can pull something out of it that they like. But um, one the one spot uh, I did for uh, this thing, um, I did 116 takes, and it got and it wasn't it wasn't that they didn't like it; they just wanted so many uh, different uh, approaches to this script. And I was like, "Oh my!" You must God. get a little irritated. It does get a little irritating, but you suck it up, man. Because right. you're getting paid. Yeah, so you're getting paid. You know. But then again, this other product that I, I just uh, started doing, I went and did one spot. It was the first spot, and I did it in about eight minutes. I walked in, read it once. They're like, "That was great. Do it again." Did it again. They're like, "Okay, one more time. Pick up the speed." Did it again. Okay, we're good. And I'm like, 
once again, it was like, oh. right. You know what I mean? It was like, sweet, man. So do you feel you get in your groove now? When you Do you feel, I mean, because in the very beginning, probably just when you went in the first time on the set with the early edition, you're probably a little nervous. I mean, I remember the first I time I recorded the show, yeah. I didn't know what I was doing. You didn't know what you And like, doing, I had to play music and I had a yeah. guest and I, and I had to turn the mic off and I'm like, thank God we weren't talking crap about some comic because yeah. they'd be like, yeah, you know, that guy's an asshole. And I'm, and I'm sitting there and now it's just, it's second nature. It's coming, boom, 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 and you just yeah. talk. But for you, I mean, because you're, and especially because you're coming from, being, you know, you're showing when you act, you have your whole body, you're out mm-hmm. there coming the first few times. It's been a little odd. You're well, a little it's a feeling. I mean, okay. You're talking about voiceover right now. Yeah. It's a feeling. So most of the stuff I get is like heartfelt. Okay. Do you know what I mean? It's very, you know, just using my voice, my relaxed voice. Give us a heartfelt moment. Give a give us your heartfelt voice. You can say, say like, like when you were six, your dog ran away. And just give us like a nice okay. heart voice. Heart. When I was six years old. My dog, Heidi, had gotten loose. She was hit by a car in the street across the, across the street from our house. And uh, I wept for hours and days. I can't. What am I doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What am I doing? Yeah, but, it's, but it's something like that. I mean, it's yeah, just, you, it is what it is, man. I mean, you know. But it's great because it's, yeah. it's an easy day. I mean, it's, it's, you can go in. Yeah. You know, you don't have to shave. You can just no. go in. You can go in a diaper. Okay. You know, people <laughs> give a crap. You can just walk in like, hey, guys, I'm here. I'm doing it. Don't worry. Uh, so now you you've been on so many shows. I mean, yeah. I mean, as I looked at your IMDb and as I said, you know, and I it's saw weird you on to see that too. I'm like, but, bro, I did all that. So yeah, it's weird because I always sit there. It's like I had uh, Robert Picardo on a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and his, I mean, his character. I mean, he was on Star Trek, but his thing. He's been, he's sixty. Yeah. It's the same. Like you look and you guys just look at the shows and you go, wow. So it's. When after like King and Queens and all that, because you came from a comedy, but now you're doing more drama things. I love drama. Was it yeah. was it hard? Did people pigeonhole you as a comedic actor then? And was it, did you had to break out of that? No, well, no, because they knew that you know the people that knew me had brought me in for comedy and drama, okay. so they knew I do I I go both ways, right? <laughs> Not literally, but but I do, and and everyone knows that. So it's like you know I just did a I just did a uh, multi cam pilot with uh, with um, oh god why am I blanking. Elliot Gould, okay. Martin Short, uh, okay. NBC, and uh, John Mulaney, really talented comic, and uh, did not get picked up. But you know that was half hour comedy, and and a week before that, I was if you watch Southland, I was a guest star on Southland. Oh, let me tell you something about that. First of all, Southland, I it got canceled, which yeah, is canceled. which is crap. Yeah. But it's funny because once again, I'm watching Southland and. <laughs> Alex, he, Alex's character starts a fight with a guy named Cooper. And I said, you know what? Stop picking on people named Cooper. Now, what was, I mean, that's another one I showed that had such a cult following that it got canceled from NBC, then it got picked up again. Uh, TNT, yeah. And now, did people notice you after that? And did people, were well, people no, because pissed at what, you? No, because they, they, well, yeah, I got a couple of those. Like, like, you, you killed Southland, like right. whatever. And I'm like, really? I was on it for 32 seconds. But it's like, what, what pissed me off about that was that all the stuff that we had did, done for that scene and the fight scene that we did, you know, it was like 15 takes on cement. It was nice. I mean, you know, all we're wearing is like light elbow pads and knee pads. And I was hurting, man, you know. The way they edited that scene really upset me because they they didn't show what that scene I thought really was. You Which know? was what? What do you think? It was just more in depth. I mean, the, you know, the, our, our expressions and the argument we were having and stuff. Like they were doing a lot of pants like a gun and like the back of like an earlobe. And it was kind of, I saw it and I went, oh, no. Really? That's what they got out of that? Anyway, so, but, um, 
But it was great. I mean, it was, you know, it was a good... Now, what was it like doing a fight scene? I mean, have, have you done a fight scene before? I did one years ago, yeah, but this one was uh, this one was intense, man, because I'm like, okay, I'm like, you know, I got a sore back and <laughs> 40 no, now. You guys, you guys are beating the crap out of I each know, other. I know, and we did it over and over again. I mean, he, he tackles me into a, uh, you know, stucco wall. We go down on the ground. We roll around in an alley. I mean, there's no, you know, there's no soft pad on the floor. It's on the cement. So it's actually, they don't have any place. So no, you're actually getting I mean, that. We're, yeah, we're getting it. And uh, we did a lot of takes. And it it was it got tiring, man. I left that set and I was like, oh, Vicodin. You know what I mean? I can imagine, just, yeah, because yeah, you're was, getting your ass kicked. Yeah. So, what are some of your favorite roles you've done? You've done you've done you've done a lot of stuff. First of all, you were in a payback. Yeah, I did three weeks on payback, and they cut me out. The only thing in it, I think, is my chin. Really? So you now that was that was I would one play of your, the hitman. Yeah, and was I was that one of your first movies. That was, that, you was did a lot of my, that was my first okay. movie. Yeah, now, this, how did that that's come before from? anything else. I mean, that's before that's before King of Queens and all that stuff. I was like, I was what twenty one. How did that come about? I uh, Jane Alderman you okay. know, brought me in for uh, Brian uh, Hegland. Yeah, Hegland. Yeah, he directed it, and uh, and uh, he said, "Yeah, let's do it." And it was me and this other guy. We we're going to play these hitmen, and we did three weeks. We did a bunch of scenes. We did all this work. Where'd you shoot it at? In Chicago, downtown. Okay. Yeah. And um, Lucy Liu was in it. I met her. Mel Gibson. It was like every time he walked outside, it was like a Beatles concert or something. These people would just flock the street. That was before people. <laughs> yeah, that was before, yeah. Before the Malibu incident. Yeah, and I have a picture of him and me, and he comes up to like maybe right underneath my left hip. Really? Because he always looks like he's tall. Dude, he's probably 5'4 with heels on. Wow. That's he funny. might be like five eight. I don't okay, know, but, but I'm no. six four, so yeah. it's like you know whatever. But anyway, he was he was cool enough, I guess. He seemed cool then, but um, it was great. But anyway, so I get this part. I'm freaking out. I'm doing three weeks on this major picture, all this stuff, do all this work. It's about to come out. Like cut to six months later. Flash, flash two, six months later. I'm like, it's gonna be in the theater. I'm like, everyone, you gotta go see it. It's gonna be great. My cousin calls me. He saw it before I did. And he goes, "You're not in that." I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, you're not in it. My heart just sank. And uh, I got a letter, like, I think it was like a month or so after it came out. We're sorry, you know, that you didn't make the, <laughs> the cutting room floor. It just kind of got lost. And, and uh, yeah, so I guess I'm in payback, quote unquote, but I'm not in payback. If you get the DVD, he's in the deleted scenes. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. Is, now, is that, was that frustrating because you were so young? That was your pissed. first role. I mean, were you pissed or were you more hurt? Were you upset or what? I was upset, hurt. I was I was everything. I mean, anything you could think of because this is my introduction in the business and I'm like, oh my God. I mean, like, you could do all this work and, you know, because you want the accolades. Right. I don't care what any actor says. You want the accolades. You want people to say, hey, I saw you in that. And whether they say you sucked or you were awesome, it's something. <laughs> right, yeah, they mean? still saw you. They still saw you. And uh, yeah, I know it hurt, man. It was that was a that was a bruise. I mean, and plus you're so young. But then yeah. you got an early audition after that, right? Or was that before? That was right. That was before. Yeah, payback was next, and then I. Yeah. Now, have you ever done the commercial scenes? Yeah, man. Before the strike, you know what? T- Twelve years ago, whatever. I I loved it. And actually, I'm in I'm in a couple of Capital One spots, man. Which ones? I'm the Viking. I'm the lawyer Viking. The attorney Viking. I know you look familiar. You well, yeah. Okay, the ones with uh, all the yeah, all the, the guys. Big, I play big big Frank's yeah. the one guy. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm Boris uh, from Boris Boris and Goat Law Firm. Okay. And my my secretary's a goat. Yeah, that's me. I'm I'm the attorney Vizzy guy. What was it like working with a goat? It was it was crazy. It was it was. I mean, wild. You don't, you don't but hear that. You never hear that. There was Wait, a chicken, a donkey. There was all these animals. What is that? You go in now. You walk <laughs> in and you have all these animals. Uh-huh. And now they all have attitudes. People. They're wearing sunglasses. They're they're drinking their Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. They got now, martinis. Is, are they? 
they're all trained, of course. But does it does it make it longer? Does the set go longer? Because it like is I because say, you want they want the animal to react to what I'm saying. So okay. in one of the spots, I think I walk up. I'm like, any messages? And you know, and I and it just kind of goes, Mah! and I go, thank you, and I walk away. But you know, to get that perfect timing for the for this goat to do that, it takes a little bit. You know what I mean? Now, do you like doing the commercials? I mean, I do. Well, yeah. I mean, that kind of thing I like because I was kind of the principal of it, and 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 you know, I loved it. But you know, some commercials where you're just standing there and you give a look to camera and stuff, you do it for the money, right? You don't do it for. There's no art in it. You know, maybe for the director or, or you know whoever they're they're coming up with the artistic ideas or whatever, and, and for them it's great. But as an actor, you're just not into it. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. It's like anything. It's like you're going, hey. Yeah, it's just kind of. Well, no, you did CSI in Miami. Now no. we talked about. Now, did you? Does that shoot in Miami? Or does it shoot out here? Shoots here. Okay. Yeah. Now, have you gone to any crazy places to shoot stuff? Like besides, I mean, Chicago and LA. I went going? to I went to uh, St. Louis. Um, I mean, it's not a crazy place, but I went there and did this uh, really horrible miniseries years ago um, f- uh, for NBC. I can't remember. Oh, it was called A Will of Their Own, and I played this like. Um, this horrible like abuser like I abused my wife and, and, and stuff like that and that was probably the, the weirdest because it was kind of like a dirty area St. Louis and it was weird um, where have I gone I mean pretty much everything's kind of stationary here or, you know now do you love like do you like LA now I mean have you gotten used to it or are you I like it because I work here okay because you yeah. you figure you came from I mean New Jersey still great is great I love and, Jersey and, and Chicago everyone says is great so you've come love from it. two really great areas yeah LA is my least favorite okay yeah definitely See, that's good. New Jersey, it's just so funny. I'm, I've been going back to New Jersey a lot because of Joanne, and, yeah. and I miss how great it is. You know, we went even we went down to the shore. You know, we went to Avalon, and oh, it was yeah. like it was like I was like, wow. You know, it's like I went there when I was younger, and this is like I didn't been back there for years. I mean, yeah. I, I, and this I'm, I'm going, I'm like, oh my god, the whole town's changed, but it's still the same. It has that feel. Yeah. So yeah. you were a bouncer. Now, 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 how did yeah, you? How did you? I worked at sub shops. I made sandwiches. I my 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 aunt had a restaurant on 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 Belmar Beach uh, called Sitteroffs for fifty three years, and it was just this little stand, hot hot dog, hamburger. We'd get there four thirty in the morning, open up, make our breakfast for the fishermen, and I was a short order cook for years. It's like I did everything out there. I worked at a car wash for two years. You know, it's like any uh, crazy bar fights because New Jersey. Oh I mean, God. It's, it's not like you weren't in Seaside. Like because if you go to Wild with New Jersey, yeah. you'd always. Be like these. You see, like the Guidos, the is, but there, but there's bars. Uh, yeah. No, there's but no. Yeah. The thing is, people can back east. When we say a barroom brawl, there are actually where the oh, whole God. bar is fighting. I mean, oh, do you ever God. encounter? Well, yeah, because we, you know, we're, bar anticipation is huge. It's like one of the meccas for bars on the on the Jersey Shore, and we'd get all the New Yorkers come down. You know, they'd either be juiced up, steroided up, or whatever, wearing the big thick gold chains, and they'd come in and start grabbing the women. You know, these are like. These are a lot of the people there are are lifers at the shore. I mean, they live there. Right and now, you have all these people coming in. Um, uh, you know, Bennies we called them. Should we call them Shubies? Shubies. We call them Bennies, and they'd come in and they'd take over or try to, and they'd start you know like hitting on the the women, and they'd start fights with the dudes, and it was just it was crazy. Yeah, I've seen a lot of. A lot of crazy fights, man. It's it's so different back there. It's just so funny. It's like oh, you yeah. sit there and go, God. Even now, it's like I'm sure there's still barroom brawls. I mean, well, that's the thing. That's why now, now that I'm 40, it's like, do I want to go to those places anymore? Right. Not really, because a, it's like I don't really want to get into a fight. 
I mean, if I have to, I will. And but the thing like, is, I don't you're, want to. you're a big guy. So back east, there's always been that short guy who's drunk going, you ain't so oh, tough. Oh, that happens so You ain't so tough. Man. Have you ever had some just sit there and say, you, oh, you, you yeah. think, you think oh, you're bad? That's because you're tall? Oh, of big- course. I just usually laugh. You know, I mean, I just kind of giggle or laugh or make some stupid face at him or whatever because, you know, the truth is, it's like, I don't know, maybe they have a gun or a knife or maybe they know karate. I exactly. Mean, I, whatever. I mean, unless I have to, I'm not going to fight unless I yeah, have to. That's good. You should. Plus, you're on TV. We don't want to go Yeah, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? They'll go, hey, man, you sucked on Castle. Yeah. Which you, yeah. <laughs> now, you were on Castle. You were in an interview room, I believe. Yeah, that was a great scene. I loved, now, I loved now, what was that scene. like? Is it, it's, it's, I'm sure, I, I know someone who did a, an, an interview scene on The Closer, mm-hmm. and he said it wasn't he wasn't really in any of the scenes with Kira Cedric. Like yeah. he was on one side, and then and they the way they splice it. Yeah. What? Who? Who? Inter- did the girl interview in that? It scene? was both of them. Okay. Yeah, it was both of them. Uh, I can't remember their name. Now, do you now do you get an, a little intimidated because they're the series stars? No, or? man, I don't do that anymore because it's like, uh, look again. Like I said, I've been doing this for years, right? And it's like, you know, will I get a little nervous because you're a guest star? You're walking into their family. Right, they have okay. this set family, so and you're just kind of like a guest for dinner. So you walk in, and and within like 10, 15 minutes, you rehearse the scene. You better be comfortable. You better just at least relax enough to, you know, to pretend or do whatever you're going to do to make the scene real. So, was I nervous about? Th- I'm not. Like, I have many friends who are regulars on TV shows. So it doesn't, you know, one of my friends just won two Emmys. It's like on Modern Family. And it's like, I, 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 you know, we've been friends for years. It's like, does that intimidate me? Maybe years ago. But now it's like, look, I'm just here to do the job. If I'm a guest star, I'm here to do the job. I want to have a nice time. I want right. everyone to be cool and everything. But for the most part, no, it doesn't bother me anymore. Now, what? Is your type when you get called out for? Do you have a certain type when you call for auditions? Do you, have you certain found? I play certain- doctors, lawyers, cops. Uh, I'll play the guy next door. I'll play. You know, I mean, and this is either in comedy or drama. You know, these are these are usually what I go in for. Um, uh, sometimes murderers. I'll go in for something like that. But it's pretty much authority figures. You know, what's your favorite role you think you've played so far? I mean, if you could say, if, if, if your top three, even a guest star or a movie, what would you say your top three roles are? Because you've done a one lot of my favorite stuff. roles was um, the guest star I did on House. I okay. loved doing it. I loved working with Hugh, and it, it, he was really cool and it was fun. And of course, King of Queens, I liked it because I was so comfortable. You know, I got into the character. It's like that character was created over five seasons, so that was fun. Um, and then I did, I did a little film. Uh, I loved the part I played. I did this two years ago. It hasn't come out yet. It's called Spades. And we shot it in uh, in a, sub, a suburb of Chicago, and um, uh, it's a, it's a drama. It's like a, a thriller. Uh, I don't know what the end result is going to be. I don't know how it's going to turn out, or if it's you know how it's going to come together because it's right. an indie. But I love the part I played. What was the part? I played a I played a, uh, a hitman, so to speak, but um, who had some morals. Yeah. Now, do you like those parts that would sit there and sort? I mean, it's it's a sort of a battle. Do you like yeah. parts like where you have to actually? I mean, that, that's how to make you uh, really show your acting chops. If you're playing a person with you know a moral compass, yeah. Um, you know, it's it's interesting because uh, all parts are like that. You know, all part every part you get. I mean, unless it's like one line. I mean, what are you going to do with that? But I mean, if there's any kind of arc to your character, there should be some kind of depth there. But you don't have to work for that in my head in my opinion everyone has their own ways of going about doing a part everyone has a different way of doing it i prefer to just be 
You know what I mean? And let, you know, action reaction. That's why auditions, auditions are a nightmare because you're reading with casting directors that aren't really actors and then right. you're reacting to things that aren't really there and, and all this stuff. And the audition process, you're not really showing what you are capable of doing. You know, especially in a room this size, five producers in front of you, you're standing in the middle of the room reading with a casting director who's not an actor. You know what I mean? So, but, but if you get a part and it's, it's got a nice little arc to it, then I think just by being and reacting and acting and reacting and vice versa and all that stuff, you're, you're getting it. You, you know, as long as you're grounded right. and being uh, honest. So to speak. You said you did that one, the the show that the pilot didn't get picked up with Mark. What was it like working with Mark Sure, Because he just seems like he has so much freaking energy. Like he that does. Just... He's great. He's a he's a he's a little uh, he's a funny, funny, talented, extremely talented human being. Um, you know, shorter guy and and just uh, knows he knows who he is and and he was great. He was a nice guy. He was what? a nice guy. Elliot Gold, awesome dude. Okay, we chatted for about nine days. Well, he's just, such. He's been around forever. He's had such a such great a career. Great, such a great guy. I mean, just like you know, we'd sit there and we had you know we had lunch a couple of times, and I'd sit on I sat on this little bench with him outside his dressing room. We just chatted about you know Alfred Hitchcock and all these people that he's met and worked with, and Jack Nicholson. He had a story about him. And it was great, man. It must be good though, because you're an actor and you see something like that, and you, you see they're still grounded. They're not. They're not idiots. And that must be. A, it must be a refreshing feeling, like you said to go. Elliot Gold has worked with yeah. all these people. Well, we're has. all crazy. I mean, we're all a little nuts, dude. I mean, you know, we're not. No actor, I think, is sane. Right. I mean, what what sane person? I mean, you'd be you'd go and and, uh, and be a you know an accountant or something if you're that. I mean, but you're an actor, so there's a little loop in there. You know what I mean? It ain't a straight line. There's a little. Oh, I'm not. And I'm not an actor. Well, you know. there you go. I mean, it's yeah, it's what it is. It's man. the comedy and the radios. Yeah. So, um, so what what would your what would your ideal role be? I mean, you you, you seem you seem very happy in being a character actor. Yeah, and, of course. And I mean, what would I mean if you could say as a an character actor, who are some of your favorite character actors? Like, do you like are you like a Seymour Castle fan, or are you? Is there any like people that you sit there and you well, look, or are you like I love Brian Dennehy or Charles Durning, or is there any people that you sit yeah, there? And I mean, go, like God. William Macy is amazing. Okay. Um, I love the, like Philip Seymour Hoffman is a great actor. I love uh, Zach Galifianakis. I think is is great man. He's a great actor, you know, and and uh, you know, of course, he's more comedy, but he's still great and uh there's you know of course like jack nicholson to me was always a character actor but i guess he wasn't because he was a leading man but he did both things um um there's a list of actors that i love okay. that i love i'm not i can't rattle them off oh, right that's now because i'm brain dead but it's like there i mean uh as far as like my, my favorite role like what would my role wait, wait, be? Like if someone said okay alex here's your deal. you won the lottery but you didn't win the money lottery you won the powerball of acting we're going to yeah. give you a a series, which is the money movie. lottery too, right there. Yeah, Manny. exactly. Oh, exactly. Yeah. If it gets picked up, yeah, it, it could be the best up. thing ever, and yeah. it'll get picked up. Yeah. But Honey Boo Boo will be on. You remember times Moonlighting? Week. Oh, Moonlighting was great. Okay, some some along those lines. Okay, you know there was there was some there was some drama there. There was some depth, but there was also fun. Right. You know it was it, there, you know that kind of role would be awesome. Now, you do know? you want to do another role? Like, I mean, as you said, Southland just beat the crap out of you. Do you want to do another? Do you look like if you go for an audition, mm. if it says, okay, you're going to fight this person, you're going to fight Zeus, the cross-eyed all-star Well, wrestler. I mean, you, you know, 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 I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean it's pace, but when you sit there and be like, oh, crap. I mean, it must, because you went through it and you went through the pain, it must be, it must not make going to the set as Well, fun. I had a stand, uh, I had a, um, uh, you know, a stand-in for that. You know, for for Southland, he just never did it. You know, so uh, because then I manned up. I was like, no, I want to do it. You okay, know, I want to do this, and and so I did it. But now, if it was a bigger part, 
like you know because Southland was like they, they edited it weird it didn't turn out the way I wanted it or I thought it would so if I read the script and there was it was a bigger part and I had to do something like that then yeah I would definitely do it again I would definitely do it again if, if that's part of the arc and I okay. want to get into it I'll do it yeah I'll scrap so what's coming up? I mean, you're doing, you're doing all the voiceovers. I'm doing the voiceovers right now. That's primarily it, man. That's it. I'm getting married in, in a few weeks. Now, are you locked into a, this certain... Pro- can you do other products with your voiceover now? Or not is- not in this realm, no. I'm not in... in uh, well, like, if if you do McDonald's, you can't do Burger King. On a, I know that's regular. Even yeah. on a voice, you can't do it? No, you cannot. Okay. No. So, yeah. So there's th- these two products that I'm doing... Uh, I cannot do. Actually, there's another one too that I that I can't do. So, in those areas, I can't do that same product a different company. Now, what what is your because uh, you're booking all these things? Mm-hmm. What is there an audition process or once they hear you, they go, "We want to use this guy." Well, no. The best part about it is, man, I do most of these auditions. If not, I, I would say 99 percent of these auditions I do in my bathrobe in bed. I have a Mac computer. I have a Snowball microphone. I use GarageBand. My agent sent me this. Sent me the scripts. I record them on my Mac from bed, uh, and then put them in an MP3 file, ship them to my agents, and they send them off. So that must be great. I literally sit in bed in my bathrobe. So you just sit there, you set up a microphone, and then you you read the. Uh, did you have a, read did, the script? Did you do a demo at first? Like, how do people no, know about? No, no, how do no, people no, know I, about I, you? No, I do no demo. No, I mean, it, my, well, CSD is my agency is an amazing agency, and. Uh, they basically just audition me until I book something. Okay. Booked it, booked two, booked three, booked four, and then they just, they did it. They put something together and sent it out. But for the most part, any company or any advertising agency that's going to CESD to have them, I'm really plugging the hell out of CESD. You are. They're, you're, they're the best client. They better, you better keep sending them out for auditions, <laughs> CSED. No, send them to my house so I can do them from bed. Exactly. But when they go, when these advertising agency stuff go to CSD, they don't need to hear, all they want is for them to pick their best clients to audition. Okay. Or who they think could be best for this and they trust that the, the advertisers trust that these are going to be you know any uh, any upcoming appearances coming on tv we can look for you i know it's in hiatus for instance you but... know i mean uh, uh, nothing no the pilot didn't get picked up so that's you know that's done that must and... be that must suck when you're part of something and if it's a, if you if you thought it was good and had such a great cast this yeah. is, that must like sort of suck it sucks like i wasn't a series regular i was a guest star recurring so that that would have been that would have been great but it does suck because that sets up work. You know, there's a little bit of job security in a in a, uh, a business that has none. Do you know what I mean? It has yeah, yeah. no job. There's no job security here. You know, you oh, can yeah. make $2 million in one year. And if you don't save it, you could be living in the gutter four years from now. Right. Do you right. know what I mean? Oh, totally. totally. So, so, so the marriage is in how long? Uh, three weeks. And yeah. where you guys get married? We're in, in uh, at a place in Burbank. Okay. Yeah. A big wedding, excited. small wedding. It's a small one. We just have our, uh, you know, some family members and a couple friends, but it's going to be a small one. Honeymoon? You going to honeymoon? I have my kids this summer, so we're okay. getting married. My kids are coming, which I'm grateful for. And once they leave in August to go back to school uh, to their mother, uh, we're going to take. Do they them. live in Jersey? They live on the East Coast. Yeah. So okay, must be. Uh, it's it's it must because the East Coast gets so damn hot in the summer. It must be oh, nice because LA. I mean, LA. I live in Burbank, and Burbank does get humid, but yeah. not like people go. Oh, it's so humid. I'm like, no. When, yeah. North, like in <laughs> South Jersey, where I grew up, when you walk Ooh. down the block, oh. you're wet when you come back. Here, oh, you don't you don't break a sweat. It, it's just crazy. Yeah, but the dry heat out here is kind of crazy too. Valley Village. We live in Valley Village, and it's you know in the sun, like August. Ooh, yeah, 105 degrees, and you're just like, I don't want to go outside anymore. You know what I mean? Actually, so can we have a, a little uh, about 
a little under two minutes left. How, how can people follow your career? Do you have a website? Do you have Facebook? Twitter? Uh, you know, do you tweet? You know, Twitter, yeah, at Alex Scooby. Now, do you tweet a lot? I do. I throw tweets. I think I have all of like 17 followers. But okay. but I'm going to follow you. Follow me. I'll I, follow you. You okay. follow me, I'll follow you. I, I like so, that. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's and, good. Uh, and then, you know, my IMDb page, there's, you know, if you want to go on there and see, you know, when I'm on TV next, there's that little thing over there. They the do side. say that, right? Yeah, you yeah, can check it out. You can check that go out. Go check it out, people, because he has a really, he has a really good uh, resume. I mean, you look at these shows and they're all, Great shows. I mean, okay. that's that's cool though. I mean, yeah. even the, from Last Man Standing, which was a funny show, you did that. Last Man Standing. I played his neighbor. I thought I was going to go back. I played Tim Allen's neighbor. And I, I never, never went back. But. Well, okay. You know, I want to thank you for coming in, Alex. Well, thanks for having me. Man. And I, I want to wish you luck in the wedding. Have a wonderful wedding. Thank you very much. And stay out of the heat. Yeah. And I will think of you when I'm at bar anticipation. I'm going to be like, hey, yeah, you know that guy from King of Queens? Yeah, he, he used to bounce here. That's what I'm saying. And is it still the same owner? Uh, yeah, I believe that. Well, yeah, my friend is now part owner, but yes, yeah, I'm gonna find him. I'm gonna because yeah. it's a stock reunion. I'm gonna find him. And uh, thank you again. Uh, follow him at, at Alex Scooby yeah. on Twitter. Okay, people, follow me at Twitter at Cooper Talk. At Cooper Talk, I'm always putting uh, jokes up there. Also, Facebook. I just put up my Cooper Talk page. Go to Cooper Talk the page, and I have all pictures of all my guests and what you can do is you can link off those pictures to all my past episodes or you can go straight to coopertalk.net I have about 150 episodes up also send me an email cooper at indy100 indie100.com performance wise uh, I think my next gig is uh, June 4th at Michael's in Burbank June 5th the Ice House in Pasadena and June 19th the uh, Parks Casino in Ben Salem Pennsylvania once again I want to thank you people for listening go to coopertalk.net or Stitcher Radio or iTunes one word Cooper talk look me up thank you for listening I'm Steve Cooper I'm only as hip as my guests it's time for me to get some lunch